stop fucking up my intro? Sorry, go. My name is Stephanie James, and I talk shit straight to people's face. And my name is Cody Creighton, and this is take five of our intro, <laughs> and I save intoxicated people at the beach. <laughs> I fucking hate car scenes. And guess what? Cyclists will be the death of me. Yes, and we have a positive impact challenge for you. Listen to the end for that. And not only that, but we run into Matthew Perry downtown. Oh, don't we? Yikes. Let's do it. Let's go. Absolutely have an attitude. I don't get that. How do you just post a photo? Can you get off Instagram? Yeah, but how do you just post a photo? Just get off. Money can't buy. (laughs) Class elegance is learned. We have a lot to get through. Elegance is learned. We had a really good meeting. Uh, We're not starting the podcast this way. Why? That was that was horrible. Well, we had a really good meeting at Beacon (laughs) the other day. And we've decided we've determined mm. a time and date for weekly recordings. And I'm saying this so that y'all hold us accountable. Yeah, we're coming at you. You know how tired I am of running into people and them saying, uh. I'm so glad Topa Talk is back. And I'm trying in my head. I'm so grateful. But I'm like, we were never supposed to be gone. Someone just came up to me recently is like, so Topa Talk's back. And I'm like. Uh, were we gone? Were we gone? We're not upset with you for saying that, no, but no, no, what no. I'm upset with is us because it seems like we're taking breaks, but we're just not. <laughs> I'm also I'm out of town next Friday, so <laughs> no stuff. <laughs> when can we record next week? Let's talk about it later. Okay. Um, okay. So first things first. I'm the release. Mm-hmm. Let's drop this and let the, the whole, whole world, world feel it. it. Yes, I'm still in the murder business. I can hold it down, down. Like, like I'm, I'm giving lessons, lessons in physics. physics. Right, right, right. You should want a bad bitch, bitch like, like this. this. Huh? Okay, so our very good friend of the podcast and life friend of mine, Tony, who goes by DJ Tone Bloke, another one. He's playing at Topa Topa Brewing on August 20th from 6 to 9 p.m. See you there. Honestly, it's so much fun. I went and saw him this Saturday. He plays the best music. He actually spins vinyl. It's not douchey DJ. It's so much fun. The crowd's into he it. He doesn't plug an iPod shuffle into no. a computer and call it DJing. No. He's incredible. He's so sweet. He also works for Recreate Stanley Brothers Cannabis. <laughs> we love. We love. Love. And, love. you know, their products are available at Sespi. We're going to do a high episode soon they gave us this stoner journal which is so I'm fun so, excited. so cute it's a bunch of activities and then we're gonna come get high and walk you through them and it's gonna be ridiculous and embarrassing for yeah, us so our homework is in between that and now and that is getting high and filling out those journals yes. and then sharing them with y'all yeah. it'll be good and embarrassing i'm excited and what's the vibe like when there's a dj at topa it's too much fun really honestly i haven't been people are walking around and dancing singing no. pointing it's so much fun well it's always a great vibe and there. the bartenders are having fun like that's when it's like so they much always fun are, or at least they, they when i'm on the shift yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it is honestly a blast um <clears throat> let's get into these shared notes of ours let's i have one that i don't want to miss if you don't mind. Go. I have been No, wait. Can I talk about something real quick? Yeah. So recently I've been we okay so many things. Oh, Cody and I are dedicated to doing this podcast, right? We're rededicated to Instagram, so our Topa Talk Instagram. Yeah. Um oh, and we changed the Instagram from Hand Up Studios to back, back to Topa to Talk. Talk. Hand Up Studios is still alive, still well. We're still doing business. Just reach out to me. You um, just don't need Instagram to get it. 
so you will have a topic you don't want to miss but i also feel like we need to give the listeners what they want i did a poll on what people want to listen what people want to hear about the most okay and it was you had a shared note and all it says is matthew perry dude and people want to know about matthew perry so many people voted to hear about this story stephanie this is a fucking story (laughs) this is one of the craziest celebrity (laughs) i feel like you're being funny no this is one of the craziest celebrity (laughs) run-ins i've ever had and it's such an insane story i'm so glad that you guys want to hear it because it is such an insane story and guess what i'm gonna make you wait for it let's put it in at the end i'm gonna well i'll put it in when you least expect it don't skip to the end y'all i just put i put a heart next to it on our notes so i don't forget but okay. i'm gonna make them wait for it okay. I, i'm telling you i'm not blowing smoke up your ass it is a crazy story okay it is a crazy story all right you have there you wait, have a what note. topic do you want to talk about that you don't want to miss on mine yeah, or yours? Yours. You said you had something. No, I have one on yours oh, that okay. I want to ask about that was there last week, and I'm dying to know okay. what you think about the sweeping generalizations <laughs> about ball sacks. I've had this note sweeping on for months. Generalizations about ball sacks. I have a sweeping generalization um, because there's a, a, one freaky bitch out there, not ma- male, female, whatever, yeah. non. I use bitch, I think that's like <clears throat> non gendered. For me personally, bitch has no gender. It has no gender. So there's some freaky bitch out there that's into it, but I I think that no one enjoys accidentally seeing a ball sack. Like if if it, really? if there's a ball slip, who's excited? I, gross. I don't want to see your balls. They are odd looking. I'll like, give you that. Like if someone just sent you a dick pic, but it was just balls. Like who's getting aroused? Imagine you're just like well. Stephanie, freaky I know someone who like loves balls. That's what I'm saying. There's a freaky bitch out there that's into it. I'm I've just, sent, I've literally sent do you a not ball agree? picture to him. It's like if you see it, if you accidentally see a titty, it's like, oh, that's a nice boob, or like, oh, that's a boob, but you're not grossed balls. out. Well, yeah, you're right. Honestly, boobs are beautiful. Everyone, not that you have to be into boobs to be like, I don't know. I just don't think anyone accidentally sees a boob and is like, gross. Ew. How could you? Actually, seeing a ball, I'm like offended. I feel attacked. I have a story about a, a boob slip that I'll tell you later. But um, the balls are just kind of odd. You know, they're literally just like these little. Uh, what are balls? I asked Asa, why can't balls? they be inside you? Why can't they be like your ovaries? And he said that sperm can't live in that temperature. Are they male ovaries? Basically, that's what I'm oh, calling them. Oh, sperm can't live in that temperature. <laughs> I don't know if that's How true or not. What is this? A hatchery I have down, y- down you there? You do. How interesting. It's an incubation station. I know that the balls create the semen <laughs> and then the prostate <laughs> is the muscle that pushes it out. That's why Anatomy, butt sex baby. feels good because that's the muscle that basically is like, think of a pinball machine when you pull it back and you mm. let go and the pinball shoots off. The, the, the ball is the semen. The ball is the semen. The, the spring, spring is the prostate. <laughs> and... <laughs> my index and middle finger <laughs> just kidding no but this is okay. anatomy okay. this is important okay. that we talk about this okay. but do you do you think that's true sweeping you know, generalization i would say most of the population doesn't want to accidentally see a ball yeah i agree okay i agree i don't like little balls i don't like little balls you know, I don't really have. Trips I me haven't out when really. Guys have little balls. I have only been with one ball sack my whole life. So that's what you know. And I'm cool with it. That's what you know. I'm not mad about it. That's what you know. It's not a bad one. I don't think. No. You know. Yeah. But what do I know? No. I don't do want to see random ball sacks. Is what I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Put, I'm not gonna blow up Asa's spot here. I'm well, not gonna why, talk about anything. Who? How do you know we're talking about his balls? Okay. Who else's balls have you seen in your life? 
no accidental ones, ones and I've been oh, upset. Accident. Have you ever seen my balls on accident? No. Okay. I just am checking. I didn't know if you were alluding to something that was that occurred that would be so humiliating. Okay, your turn. <laughs> you pick from the shared notes. I I got my What is Neba at the beach? Well, I'm Neba, glad Neba. you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked because it goes in with the boob slip. Okay, good. How did you know, you uh, psychic? Sometimes. OMG. Okay, well, Catalina, I keep thinking, you know, we 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 roughly recapped. <laughs> we roughly recapped. We roughly recapped Catalina last week on the pod, and there's just more stories that are coming to my forefront as the um, tequila seeps out of my pores. Right. So, Descanso Beach Club, where we go, it's an alcoholic place <laughs> there's alcohol there's fun drinks the problem with that beach is that it's not sandy it's rocks it's rocks and so it's very treacherous to get into the ocean because it's mm, just rocks. i don't love that but it's sandy where you sit but it's rocks to get into the water if that makes sense mm-hmm. so you know every year there's always one person that's struggling to get out of the ocean because they are very intoxicated and the rocks are a lot and the waves yada yada right so we're sitting there and this woman is literally just rolling around in the <laughs> waves and she cannot get up. She's rolling around. She cannot get up. She's on the tumble load. She's like, she tumble. was on mm-hmm. the tumble load and nothing was drying. She was just, <laughs> it was kind of upsetting to watch. And her daughter who was, who looked like she was maybe in her early twenties. That is important later. Who looked like she was in her early twenties was trying to help her and kind of yelling at her and be like, mom, get up. Get up and the whole beach is just watching. The whole beach is just staring. And then she gets up on her knees and the wave knocks her over and her boob falls out. The poor woman's boob falls out for the whole beach to see and her daughter's trying to get it back in and that's not happening. And Was she drunk? Like, that's a fact? Not- they were a fact? All, all drunk. Okay. Yes, they were all drunk. Good for her. And I say that confidently because I had to do it to him. I had to go down there because I just couldn't watch it anymore because people were just like giggling and chuckling on the beach and nobody's helping this woman and the daughter couldn't get her up. She was a larger woman. Who's the defender now? So then off I go. Off I go in my... Did the titty hit you? I put the titty back. You did not. I put the titty back. You did not. I went, excuse me, and I, I covered her up and she said, thank you. Okay. You get away with some stuff because you're gay. Yes. Well, I was looking out for her. We had no, a I know. That's very sweet of you, I, but you know what I mean? I didn't touch the titty. I touched her swimsuit and plopped her titty back in it. <laughs> it was a plop. <laughs> it was a plop. Okay. And she said, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I put her arm around my shoulder and I just squatted. Kaylee Crane Fitness oh. squatted up and up she went. She was a large gal. Yeah. She's larger than me and I'm a large gal. And Got her um, up. Got her up and she was like, she was like, I'm, I swear, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not that drunk. I just have bad knees and it's just really hard. And I was like, same. I was like, girl, I was like, this is a one foot in front of the other situation. Cause we were trying to get over these rocks now. Uh, trying to get her back to the okay, beach. Okay. So that wasn't even like the hard part. No, now we're going. Now it's a survivor challenge. Basically, <laughs> this is the amazing race. Oh my God. And so I, I am helping her and I was like, what's your name? And she's like, Neba. And I was like, okay. That's not a name. And, <laughs> and she says, what's, she goes, what's your name? I'm going to name my next child after you. She's in her 50s. And, oh, good for her. And I said, Cody. And she was like, Toby, thank you so much, Toby. And <laughs> I get her back. And she was like, I'm just humiliated. I feel like everybody was staring at me and my breast was out. And I was like, 
everybody at the beach is stared at. It's a spectacle. Nobody's staring at you specifically. And she's like, you're so sweet. I was just talking to her. We had a good vibe going. Her husband gave me a 20 and her daughter bought me a drink. And her daughter took me up to the bar. And I was like, how old are you? Because I was like, are you old enough to drink? And she was 32. She's older than me. Oh, okay. So you said daughter, she looked like she was in her 20s. Yeah. Well, I you don't said know. that's important for later. Yeah, because she was so <laughs> old. I was so old. <laughs> she was so old. So fucking old. She was so fucking old. <laughs> 32, ew. So Gross. fucking old. Gross. And I saw I saw Neba the next day and she goes, my savior. Was she better or was she still drunk? She was still drunk. That's a vibe. That's a but beach. I, I got a free I got a free drink and a twenty. I didn't pay you for a drop got of two alcohol. Drinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really nice. Neba at the beach. Um sometimes you just gotta help people and I didn't do it. I hesitated because I was like, I don't wanna be that guy that's like, I'm gonna go help her. But no one else was helping her and she wasn't getting out of the water and I just thought you thought this could make a great story for the podcast. Let I just me thought, get into I don't it. want I don't want some <laughs> I don't want some ghastly hetero to go down there while this woman's bosom was out. That's what I'm saying. I needed to be the gay assistant. I was just moment. talking about nip slips yesterday mm-hmm. with a pal because when you're changing for surf, it's just it's dangerous. I've definitely flashed. It happens like it's just yeah. it's quick. It's weird. And I was telling her that when I was younger, I was swimming at, at, in Lake Shasta on a family vacation yeah. and my little cousin pointed at me and I, guys, this haunts me. Okay. What? It keeps oh, me up at no. night. He what? said, I can see your salami. No, no, no. You don't say that. He did. Salami. He was like six. I'm sorry. This is not a bodega. This is <laughs> this not a This is not a, a cheese charcuterie board. Are you kidding? No, and that I see your salami, and my nip was out, and I see your salami. It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> it still it. hurts. Your salami. Mm. Why would he call a nipple? He's that? little. I don't know. I it, see your salami. I guess it looked like a salami to him, which is like even more embarrassing. Guys, I, I don't have salami nipples. I think I don't. <laughs> well, if you think you don't, and you know salami, do you have bologna nipples? Do you have bologna? I do know salami. What, what deli meat what would you akin your nipples to? Maybe like a small pepperoni. I'm not, I don't have salami. Prosciutto. No, that's like, that's a mess. <laughs> yeah, that's a mess. That's Anywho. a mess. Wow. What would you think? A no, pepperoni? I'm, what no, what kind of deli meat? An Oscar Mayer hot dog cut, cut into just rounds. Just like cut in little rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, Let's never talk about that again. Never. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That is horrible. Yeah, me too. That is horrible. That is horrible. Okay. I guess it's my turn. I want to know. Oh, well, right now, are the Olympics still happening? Yes. And they're so much fun. Are they? Let me get. I a like few... the dick and balls on the runners. Oh, they're there. Mm-hmm. You can see them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I have to say about the Olympics. Do we have time? <laughs> yeah, we got nothing okay. but time. So my first issue is that it's 2021 right now, and they're called the 2020 Olympics. I find that irritating as well. Um, I'm upset. I guess the next Olympics is in 2024, so they're doing this whole, like, let's just pretend, and so they don't have to change the record books. I think Tokyo spent what? a lot of money on merch, and they're like, we can't remake all That's this. That's what it is. It's the merch. It and the record books the, are going to say record? 2020. That's dumb. It is what it is. Some, I'm telling some you. Some Capricorn is in the office going, we have to, we love a pattern and we can't shake the pattern. I love a rebrand. The Olympics have been going on since ancient Greece. And let's just throw it out. Let's throw the rule book out, you know? Yeah. 
like who cares let's call it 20 it's it's so frustrating <laughs> i just want them all to have fun um other things these people are very young and that's also upsetting they're like 19 20 right. well, 24 athletes, athletes peak at those ages um the other issue i have is i can't watch like basketball or soccer on it because we have access to that all year round like it's boring to me to watch it in oh, the olympics do you like what's your favorite olympic sport women's volleyball for sure. All day. Oh. And handball is the craziest handball, thing ever. What? Ace and I just like put the channel on and it was just, it's handball. You're running around this little ball. It's kind of like a volleyball, kind of like a soccer ball, but you hold it and you just sprint around these, all these crazy rules. It's screaming. like screaming, having so much fun. The athleticism of these women is just really inspiring. I love women's volleyball. I love track and field. Mm-hmm. A 400 meter run is so fun. A 200 meter run is wild. We call it a dash a in the dash. industry. It's a 400 meter dash. And you know what's so fun about it? What? It's quick. Oh. It's so fast. It's like. Well, I would <clears> hope so. Otherwise, they're not doing very no, well. No, but you know what I mean? Like, they train forever to be in the Olympics for 40 seconds. It's a 40 Literally. second race or a 50 second Literally. race for women. So it's crazy. Have you ever been to a track meet? Uh, yeah, like in high school. What a fucking nightmare. Nightmare. Oh my God. For these. Oh my oh, God. Okay. I used to go thing... to track me every Saturday because we were a track family growing up. Also, I don't know if you knew that or not. No. See, I was a uh, softball or soccer field every track Saturday. Track is the most tedious sport to get into because it's not just, <laughs> you have to be there literally all day. Yeah. We would get there at seven in the like, morning I'm done and leave with my at four meat. in the Can afternoon. Can I leave? No. <laughs> I would be under the bleachers eating food. Well, softball is the same way. You play three games on a Saturday. Oh my God. If you're good. Well, I would do shot put. 100 meter dash and long <laughs> jump. I was like, what's the least amount that I could do? Yeah. Those are what and I would do. Tokyo is like a 98 degrees with 80% humidity. Disgusting. And so it's just That's these great athletes. for their muscles. So also um, skateboarding and BMX are in it this year. And this young Scary. woman from America, she's like 19 years old. She's queer. She's amazing. Her name's Hannah. She's a BMX rider. And I was shooketh to my core watching her. She's yeah. so good. She ended up getting silver, but still amazing. You don't fuck with gymnastics? Not really. It feels like Girl. a sad sport. <laughs> Why? Like they're being like they're being forced to do it. Well, like they have I like team stuff or more collaborative stuff because I feel like when you're a gymnast, you it's you in the bar or it's you in the mat. And it's yeah. like you against you, really. Yeah. I mean, all sports are you against you, but also all of the like um sexual abuse that happens yeah, in gymnastics and stuff. It's like really gross. But I think it's fascinating to watch. I'm like, how the fuck do they do that? I have a hot take. Why don't people stop fucking sexually harassing people? Uh, it's a hot take. You know, someone gave me a hot take on the Olympics. He said, I'm not watching and boycotting. I said, oh, am I out of it? Am I out the loop? Like, am I missing something? And they're just saying that, you know, it's just another racist institution. And I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But I'm also like, I just want to support the athletes. Yeah. I mean, this is their... Their thing. You I like watching diving. I like watching. Oh, the swimming. diving! This little Tom Daly. Oh, so cute. Tom Daly. What a little Polly Pocket oh, of muscle. He's them. so hot. The the guy who's been knitting sweaters on the sidelines. Cute. So cute. That's cute. So anywho, it's been a lot of fun TV. You know, a I'm a TV gal. It's been a lot of fun TV. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun TV. TV. What's the your Olympics. issue with cyclists? Let's stay on the sports. Oh, dude. I just... I I'm just, about to hit one every time I drive I just, the 150. I just <laughs> wish. I just wish that they would... I just wish. Disappear. <laughs> I just... I don't know what to even say. I just... They do it on purpose. They, they do it on purpose. Do they want to get hit by a car? No, they want us to, to be annoyed with them. 
and then they want to get annoyed that we get annoyed with them. I have a very good friend that's a cyclist, and I I have friends that are cyclists. I love him so much, but I'm also like, you have a death wish. That's what it concerns me. I'm like, if you take the 150 by the lake, why do you want to die? Why? Why do you want to die? Or why do you want Creek me to Road? die? Creek, Creek Road, Road is unacceptable. I see people walking on Creek Road, and I'm like, you're... Do you ever wonder if they're ghosts? Ins- no, I don't actually. I do. <laughs> you don't ever see... I used to, every time, because I used to drive Creek Road often when I lived downtown to go to Ventura, mm-hmm. and I would take Creek, and anytime I'd see an old person walking with no one around them, I'd be like... That could very well be a ghost and I'll never know. You know what's so cute about Ojai is the old mayor, Johnny Johnston, walks creek and picks up trash every day. Does he? If is I he leave a ghost? at the same time, he might be. We Johnny don't know. Johnny Johnston hasn't Johnny, been alive Johnny in 20 years. Johnston. <laughs> um, no, okay, but, that was a quick note. No, but I just think that cyclists, you know what it is. Mm. You get bit by a dog and you're afraid of dogs, right? <laughs> Oh, and I worked at Cafe Emporium. Mm-hmm. Oh, there no. Were, you guys, the cyclists that come into food and beverage. And then they hand you over their soggy uh, dollars. Uh, a group of about uh. 15 of these cyclists would come in every single Tuesday morning. Do they want to refill all their waters? And, oh yeah, and they're <laughs> in their nasty, warm, electrolyte <laughs> water bottles and it smelled so rancid. Split checks. Well, I worked in the bakery and they all just wanted a muffin and a coffee, but they wouldn't look me in the eye or talk to me. They'd only talk to my coworker, Rachel. It was all these creepy old men. And they'd be like, latte to me. And then they'd be like, Rachel, how are you? And Rachel's amazing. <laughs> Nothing latte. against Rachel. She's amazing. I want to talk to her too. But I'm like, listen, don't hand me your soggy dollar while you're squeezed in your fucking bike uniform that looks like about sausage junk. casing during a psychedelic trip. And give me the soggy money and not even look me in the eye or be friendly to me at all. So I could give you a muffin, fill up your disgusting electrolyte water and watch you and your moose knuckle hobble out because you just hobble had a bike they, seat they, shoved up your fucking ass no, they hobble. and then go sit outside and leave the biggest fucking mess on the fucking patio of the cafe emporium for me to clean up afterwards while you just leave napkins and stuff. I hope all their tires pop. Okay, they hobble because they wear those cleats. If they have the cleats on, I think it's so funny. Well... Also, just that specific group of cyclists, not all cyclists. He's not making sweeping generalizations no, about, about that cyclists. group of cyclists. I have friends that are cyclists. I have family well, that fine, are cyclists. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. They know. They know. It's just like when you're, it's just like vegetarians. I love vegetarians, but are they fucking annoying when that's all they talk about? Yes. Crossfitters, same gig. Yes. Same gig. So fucking annoying. Podcasters? People, podcasters. <laughs> we are so oh, annoying. Wait, can I tell you a story about this? I was just working at the bar and, oh my God, Hannah Jobis is so funny. She really cracks me up. I'm sorry. I, friend of the show. Friend of the show. She was doing this thing where she just kept embarrassing me by telling customers that I have a podcast. That's my... She's so, she's so funny. funny. She's so funny. And she knew it was getting to me. She, and it, I could see her face now. She's naughty. She was loving it. She is naughty. And it's so embarrassing because like the most douchiest thing ever. I don't tell people. I don't. It doesn't come up. I don't know why it would. And so when she, <sighs> when other people bring it up, Bridget does the same exact thing. My coworkers like to fuck with me. They love... Because it's the only time I shut up. 
I think that's probably why they yeah. do it. Is I get embarrassed. I get embarrassed too. I don't. I don't like to. All of a sudden, I want to be really good at my job. I'm like, no. What do you want to drink? Like, we're here to serve you. This no, isn't about me and my podcast. Not like, a celebrity I'm bartender. Not a cele- well, I am, but like also. Oh my god! No, I, I had to tell someone that I had a podcast yesterday, and it is the <laughs> most cringy feeling ever because it is douchey. I mean, the cool thing about ours is I just have to say, give me a moment mm, here. Mm, mm. Is that it's literally as we sit here drinking our coffee in the morning. It's literally <laughs> just a couple of friends catching up over coffee. Maybe we'll run into someone, aka. A guest and you guys are at the coffee shop too overhearing this conversation and we love that you're listening and I think that we just have fun we don't take it too seriously but the serious things we talk about we like to dive into it and take those things what are you doing here I'm talking (laughs) (laughs) are you like telling your mom about what what a podcast is like, oh my god like. okay why can't you literally literally can't believe the fair is i back? literally can't believe the fair is back i drove by the the fucking ventura fairgrounds and i gasped when i saw the fair would you wheel. go absolutely not literally the last place you'll find me if i'm at the fair someone has me trapped like calls the ambulance Do you like i'm the not fair when there's not a i'm pandemic? not safe no i've never been a fair person i don't go to disneyland i don't fuck with it i went to the <clears> fair for the first time as a young adult like 18 like we didn't go growing up and i enjoyed it it's a, i like the thrill of how shady it is and sketchy mm-hmm. it is and the rides are like you could die and it was very fun <laughs> back then when you were kind of like whatever if i die they knew that kind of immortal yeah. not immortal what's what's the what's the word i'm looking for you know young people you just don't really care you don't think about that kind care. of stuff as much i went with i went to the fair one year after getting stitches on my forehead and they <laughs> popped open and they kicked me out because i was bleeding You're from bleeding, my head yeah. see I, pandemic or not i love using the pandemic as an excuse to not do things i don't care to go i don't want to spend the money on stuff i don't care about i got hypnotized at that hypnotism show there no in the audience it's not gonna happen i for me very suggestible (laughs) and it happened to me i don't like the fair i feel like if i went this year it would be the um Republican National Convention like I just feel like fair people I'm happy for people that are happy about it I guess but we're about to get all these rules slapped back on us because for some reason we went from zero events or a hundred people events to like Lollapalooza was 180,000 people Delta Delta variant we can't do that's so boring we can't talk about this listen Hmm. did I ever tell you the story about when I had sex with a carny no I I am interested in that oh this is semi-familiar but do it he was just cute. I think it maybe told you. I don't know. But he was he was very Tommy Lee. What was his job there? Don't know. You don't know? Because it was just such a quick hookup. It was so gross. It was this was years and years and years ago. This was not like the fair in twenty nineteen by any means or anything. But I mean it was like <laughs> definitely not the one in twenty nineteen. Don't even definitely like, not. Don't. It was definitely not the one in twenty nineteen. Whatever don't, you do, don't do, look at who was do there. Do not think about twenty nineteen. Yeah. It wasn't, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it wasn't. I went wasn't. to the O C fair years and years and years ago with Asa and it was fun. Like people we went were really into it. I like for one night but we knew people who have like like they get the whole you can buy a pass to the oc fair so you can go every single day that's instead of crazy <laughs> that's crazy no one needs to go to the fair that often unless you're selling pigs i don't want to also like i enjoy the shitty food aspect of it but i'll feel bad for like three days if i go eat fair food what is the potato that spirals on a stick 
I don't know, but they do deep fried Oreos and I do fuck with that. I had one. I didn't care for it. It reminded me of a chocolate chicken nugget. <laughs> That's a funny way of putting Dude, it. Dude, I have some. I actually have some, another crazy fair story. I don't know how to tell it. Someone <laughs> in my family ran away with a demolition derby driver. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah, I don't know how to explain I were, that I was either. with my coworkers at cafe. We went to watch the Demolition Derby, and I saw my little cousin, who was like, she was like 16 at the time. Um, good I, for her. Yeah, I probably shouldn't get into it. Let's not. Um, good for her to pave her own way, you know? <laughs> yeah. I won't say what side of the family. I won't say anything, but she ran, a, away. No. She, she ran away with the Demolition Derby driver. That was a crazy fair story. My bleeding head was a crazy fair story. When I moved sex to with Vin- Tommy Lee, the carney was a crazy... A couple pro- I think he worked like the zipper. The zipper. He worked my zipper. Hey. He worked my zipper, honey. A couple years after I moved to Ventura, someone got shot at the Ventura Fair. And I was like, that's more reason I'm not going. Oh, I hope it wasn't Tommy. That's just what I'm going to call that guy. Tommy. Tommy. Okay. Tommy zipper. Um, I want to... I don't want to say this word. Oh, I'll say it. Say it. I came up with a new word. Let's hear it. You say it. <laughs> it's a... It feels, Fusion. Al- it feels illegal for me to it's say fun. it. It's fun. It's confused. <laughs> I'm fucking confused. Why are you? Like when someone's just being, when someone comes at you in a, such a way that, is, that you feel taken aback by their attitude, uh-huh. you're confused. Like, why are you being a cunt to me? Like, I'm confused. 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 Yeah. How do we like that? Or you're dealing with an awful customer. Customer service is terrible and you don't know what to do and you're in a gridlock and you have to find a solution. It's like a I want to be a Karen. It's a conundrum. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Yeah. So that's a word I made up. I, I, I suggest using it. I'm not scared of that word. Delicately. Delicately. I think it's Delicate. a powerful word if you say, hey, you're a cunt. That's not nice. But if you're like, I'm confused right now, no one's going to be yeah, mad there's at certain you. Words, there's certain <laughs> words where that's how I feel about the word bitch. I would never, ever use it in a like fight or to call someone that in a negative way. To me, it would have to be a positive thing. Like, like yes, I love bitch. Stephanie. She's like, she's my bitch. Like, bitch. I love her. I would never be like, ah, oh, you are such a bitch. Stop being a fucking bitch, Cody. I wouldn't. I, I think use that, that, that word lazy. too much. I think it's lazy. I think that there's more creative things you could I call someone. Like, I didn't read a you lot. You are an immanageable, slimy piece of i'm not so you know what though i think that takes understanding what emotion you're going through in that moment why you're actually upset with someone create it's not necessarily creative it's like having a good awareness of why you're annoyed sometimes you're just like god they're a fucking bitch you can't like pinpoint it but like what you were just saying takes time right i overthink everything i think that's my problem No, i think that's an interesting way to think about it is like you are able to well i don't believe in anger i don't think that that's a real emotion you all okay i I don't believe in anger. I don't think it's a real emotion. I think people are lazy. If, if they are angry, I think it's because they're lazy. They are hurt. They are feeling any type of way. If you think of any time that you were really pissed off, what are you What are you really feeling? Honestly, Cody, you cough, you clear your throat, and then you burp. Okay, here's what. You know, someone just told me that you need to stop sniffling and coughing and, like, I'm so glad clearing they did, your throat. I'm so glad they did, because I... Okay, I was having an allergic reaction last <laughs> you were week. Not. Yes, I was. I ate medjool dates. No, no. Then you told me like two days no. later that. <laughs> no, don't say it. Don't say it. Please don't say it. Please Wait, don't say it. I just remembered. Come don't, on. Please don't say it. No, because that's so sad. That's okay. so pathetic. Get in my DMs. I'll tell you. <sighs> oh my God. Wait. Should I tell him? <laughs> It's kind of pathetic. It's too pathetic. <clears throat> and I he was don't not. clear your throat. 
hey, have I been better this episode about not sniffling? Not really. You just burped. <laughs> I do that way too much. Anywho. I know I I know I make weird noises with my mouth and I and apologize. And then you're like, I have to pee. It's just very bodily. La- <laughs> this I, episode's... Things escape my body in mysterious ways. Especially in this room. <laughs> yeah, there's something about this room. It's a shamanic release here. I'm sorry. Who told you I sniffle and, and clear my throat too much? I Tell can't. Me. I can't. Tell me. I said I wouldn't. Tell me. I said I wouldn't. Were they offended by it and grossed out? No, not really. Well, honestly, last honestly, week was Bridget bad. Honestly, Bridget hates burping, so like, don't burp. Was it Bridget? No. Uh, last week was bad. I will give you that. I'm bad at it always. But and now that we're week... talking about it, I want to clear my throat a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> last week it was really bad, I, especially the sniffling. The sniffling's got to stop. It's got to stop. Stifli- <laughs> the sniffling's got to stop. But you know, I have allergies. Just bring tissue and like. <laughs> I just burped. I can't help it. He Things tried to get away from the microphone. I tried to run from the, the mic. The headphones pulled him back. Okay. Oh my God. Are we finally, can we get the Britney Spears story? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you know it. Let's I hear it. Tell me stuff. Okay. <sighs> this is scary. It's not just do it. Should I just do it? We can, if they, the worst thing they'll say is, hey, don't do that. We just have to remove that part of the episode. It's not like anything bad's going to happen. You're right. It's not slanderous because it's actually not like a this bad story This is your personal experience. Years ago, <laughs> when I waited tables to extremely nice people. And Where'd I'm, you used to wait tables? Cafe we we don't know. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. <laughs> I beat wow. you my little palms. <laughs> I worked at Cafe Emporium. I don't know if I've ever shared that before. It's very vulnerable for me to say this right now. <laughs> okay, but there's a really nice couple and I used to paint table tents for all the tables and I was a little artiste. You know, I was, I'll do anything for a dollar and I was an artiste. <laughs> and they said, we're having a birthday party. Would you like to paint the invite? We would pay you $700. Oh, absolutely. And I went, yes. And so I quit my job that day. No, I'm just kidding. No, I but walked I said, off the shift. I said, absolutely. And they told me it was a Batman themed birthday party for their dog. Amazing. And I said, well, that's interesting. And they're an older couple. And I went over to their house. And What's it, older, like 35? Older. They were like 31, 32. No, they were, you know, older. But, you know. 50s? Because that's kind of rude. Let's say she was touched by an angel. Okay. Like <laughs> a doctor. Good. So she was very lifted. <laughs> she was very refreshed. Mm-hmm. She was very. So it's hard to put an age on someone like that. And. Um, okay. So I'm looking at the notes. I'm thinking, okay, to make a, it's such a good story. I just have to get into it. I go over to their house. It's a beautiful mansion, very Parisian inspired. And there's a Marie Antoinette themed full bedroom the size of my studio apartment for their dog. Gorgeous. Just for their dog. They love their dog. And you know what? I would do that for Otto. It was the cutest (laughs) dog. If I had the money, I would do that for my cat. Like, why not? They love their pet. Why not? They're throwing a whole party for them. A dinner that is going to be catered. And then she decides she's going to she's going to write a play, mm-hmm. a, a Batman play. This is great. And I'm telling you all this because recently in the news, it was shared that he, the man in this relationship, had stepped down from being Britney Spears' lawyer very recently since all this has come up. So... At the time, he was Britney Spears' lawyer when all this was happening. Mm-hmm. That's just an interesting thing of current events. And it's just an interesting oh hi thing. So, somehow she talks me into 
being playing Superman in this Batman play. Superman was like the bad guy is very egotistical. He was pissed off that everybody wanted Batman to save everybody. That's so kind of funny. I was in I was in a play and I was going to rehearsals like once every two weeks for like two months. Wow. Yeah, I was in a real play <laughs> at their like <laughs> mansion, and they had it felt like half the town was there watching. And That's there so I am cute. in this glittery thing. Okay, the day of the party, mm. we received the shocking news that the dog died. Right. It's like this party. whole party for this dog. Well, we've been prepping for months. <laughs> we've been going to rehearsals. Well, the show had to go on. The show goes on. That's what they say. The show had theater. to go on. And we had to do this this play with the dog. That's so funny. I was what drunk. a unique experience. It was a very unique experience. I have to say, lovely people. They couldn't be nicer. And I'm not just saying that. They were actually very, very nice, very generous, very nice. It's a shame. It's all a shame. And I hope Britney Spears is... Um, on the way to freedom baby now that she's choosing her own you know wait is it already done no 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 but she's getting more and more more and more rights and she's getting more and more chances to speak out and i just think the whole thing is it's a positive that was crazy with i commented her post and it got so many fucking likes that's right gnarly you had a moment um that's my story. I I wish it could have been better. If I if you catch me around town, I'll tell you in a more exciting way. I just was, I'm kind of nervous to talk <laughs> no, that's about okay. for obvious reasons. No, that's fair. Why do you hate car scenes? In shows and movies, mm-hmm. especially like comedies and stuff, because they always get in car crashes. Oh. I'm waiting for a car oh. crash. I hate car scenes. Even commercials. I hate it. You can't trust a car scene in a commercial. A commercial I can a little bit. Hardly. Hardly. But It'll it makes me... S- <laughs> Scary. Or, yeah... What is that guy who's like chaos? Um, What's his mayhem? Is that mischief mayhem? Mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, Yeah, I hate car scenes. That's like a really quick note. Have you seen the movie I'm Thinking of Ending Things? Yes. Jesse Plemons? Yes. It's literally a half hour long car scene. I hate. Do you remember that? Hate. It was like in the snow. They were in the car for like 45 minutes. I hated it. Literally. It was supposed to be like artsy. That movie was impossible to watch. I was mad the whole time I watched that movie. And then at the end, I pulled Instagram to see if anyone had watched it and hot takes and thoughts and plots. And like, we were all just like, what the fuck did we just watch? I watched it twice. What the fuck? It was basically... Well, I don't want to give it away. No, don't. It's okay. It's on Netflix. The actors from the series he's he, from everything he's he, from black mirror black mirror. jesse plemons so he's we, a renowned actor incredible actor my roommate brought up a point i guess he saw he read this on reddit that everyone calls him meth damon because he looks like matt damon who has like but has done Whoa. some meth and he's such a great actor and he doesn't get bigger roles he should he should be blown well, he's up one of those he's one of those that's in everything mm-hmm. but hasn't hasn't really you know yeah hey hey matt damon is like oddly homophobic Ew! did you hear about that i news? hate that he was trying to gas his daughter up like trying to make his daughter seem woke in an interview and yeah. he said the other night they literally just like two weeks ago or a week ago said in an interview the other night at the dinner table i was saying a joke and it included the f word faggot uh-huh. i'll say it because we're not using <clears throat> it funny here yeah and he said a joke with the and the punchline was about like a faggot and he was like, and my daughter is so amazing that she wrote me this this letter about why it's har- harmful to the LGBTQ plus community to say that. And he's trying to make his daughter seem really woke and make himself like, why are you at the dinner table saying faggot? Okay, actually, this is a very connectable story. And I think while 
as someone as progressive as you don't like this story, this is going to reach people at home that are less progressive. Okay. Hot take on this is that people that are like <clears throat> maybe a little more like rural or a little more on the right can like really connect with this because they've yeah. been saying jokes and stuff, but someone like the daughter reaching out and then Matt Damon sharing the story is allowing other heterosexual men who may have used that joke as a punchline to have a learning opportunity in a non-aggressive form. Yeah, It's not like he got canceled. It's not like, and I'm sure that upsets like some people in the gay community, but that's actually, in my opinion, kind of like a stepping stone for other people to get to a better place. Sure. Sure. I hear what you're saying. I just think that it makes it accessible. It's like just shitty that why would he even like say that joke? He's I guess smart enough. Right. He's old enough. He should know better, but that Duh. is the issue with a lot of these people. people. So they don't want to know better. That they're not necessarily inherently homophobic, but they do not understand how their words affect that's what the it community. is. Like, I'm not homophobic. I'm but not. This joke is I'm funny. not. Yeah. And so they don't understand how important words it's that like, you choose are. Well, you know, you're like, yeah. You, I mean, you could say, you know, like, I'm very, I'm very liberal. I, I'm not a racist. I'm not homophobic or I'm not anything. And then you're like, but do you want to hear a naughty joke? Do you want to hear mm-hmm. a bad joke? Yeah. A Jew, a black man, and a yeah. priest walk into a bar. You're about to offend a lot of people. I just, we, so we're, we're big fans of Tim Robinson. I think you should leave. Yes. He has a show with Sam Richardson called The Detroiters. It's fucking incredible. It's so funny. There's this amazing scene. There's this young woman who works in the studio and in, in the ad company that they run. And she's friends with the oldest woman who works and they went to lunch uh-huh. and uh, when they left for lunch she was like we're going on a date but not like that like the older woman made that joke and then later during the lunch found out that her friend is gay uh-huh. so the for the whole episode this old woman's trying to overcompensate oh that's and like, brilliant and it is brilliant and that's brilliant and the, the young lady later was like it's okay you mad you made a bad comment like it was in poor taste but i don't like we can move on i know you're not like homophobic and yeah. weird but the the course of action now is to like not do it again and not be weird. She like that's so she smart. hired one of her friends, this old lady, one of her friends, to come by and drop off her keys and give her a kiss. Like it was uh-huh. a woman. Like she was just all of a sudden trying to sh- prove how open she was. Yes. And it's like the overcorrection is almost more of a slap in the face. Yes. You know. Oh, absolutely. It's genius. Yeah, they're I so lo- good. I I was at a wedding, one of the best weddings I've ever went to a few years ago at the Soul Park Golf Course, and it was lovely. I just it was such a beautiful wedding. The couple is incredible. Everybody there is incredible. And unfortunately, there was a guy there, one of the other guests. I was in a group, and he made an off-the-cuff mark and said the word faggot. And I just kind of almost lightheartedly was just because I didn't even know him or anything. And, and I certainly didn't want to make a scene at the wedding. And yeah. it didn't feel like a scene needed to be made. But I was like, oh, whoa, 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 there's a gay guy here. And I pointed to myself and like kind of chuckled, you know? And he was like, oh, and it was kind of awkward. And, and that was it. And oh. I just was kind of like, yeah, I put a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, eh, whatever. I had a great time. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the wedding. And then I'm leaving and he comes running up to me in the parking lot and delivered such a great apology and was like I don't know why that word came out of my mouth and if that affected your night or if that affected you I'm so sorry he felt so bad you know he like didn't enjoy that wedding I felt yeah I I he was probably maybe rightfully so but he... itching the back of his head all night and I think that it was probably a lesson he learned and I, I don't actually fault him for it I don't know who this person was I've never seen him again I don't even recall really what he looks like he's kind of generic looking I'm not gonna yeah. lie but I, the point is, is that 
life is it's the school of life everything's a learning experience and it's all about intention and when you realize as i my favorite quote probably of all time my angela when you know better you do better right and some people just simply don't know better and you don't realize the gravity of your words or who's around you you also i think some things are so ingrained into our subconscious that sometimes they slip out and you're like whoa 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 where the fuck did that come from we're constantly we well in the system that we live in and in the society that we live in it is ingrained in us to have these to have these preconceived notions no matter who you are no matter who you are that um all these stereotypes exist and all these we have all these biases that are almost at this point programmed into us and it would be stupid to say that you don't have any biases or anything. the the point is to work on them right right and and in that experience i think he he did and i there's a million ways you can look at it maybe he didn't think he was gay he was comfortable so he could try a racier joke which is also like not a good look at all but right. he did feel remorse and i think that's important i don't think he knew i was gay at the time because i had i didn't even like speak up in the conversation but yeah Uh, he felt remorse he learned a lesson and i think that's what it's all about is feeling remorse learning a lesson and then not doing it again i also think our generation at least from what i remember growing up was that that word the f word was like prolifically used in my youth yeah or even just the word gay that's the worst like yeah, I mean, growing up, teenagers making fun of each other, like the schools I went to, all uh-huh. the dudes, like that word was used so heavily. Yeah. And I mean, so was the R word that we don't say anymore. And like, yeah, you know, so yeah, I think the younger generations are probably like really mortified by it. That's but a huge we pet grew peeve up of with mine. it. A lot of people still use that R word. And that is a huge pet peeve of mine because that's not okay. It's really not. That's not okay. That's no. a huge, that's a huge, ugh. Gross, gross. Just instantly and like. Words. In case you're wondering what R word, I don't like the use of both R words. The the four letter R word that is about sexual assault. Oh yeah. I don't like to use that all willy nilly. I don't like the R word that is when you are incorrectly using it to call someone not mentally able. It's just incredibly offensive, and it's just ugh. Stop. Think before you speak, people, and be smart. You know how fucking stupid you are if you resort to words like that? That's what I'm saying is... It's a bummer. Is get present in the moment. Express what you're really trying to feel. If you're pissed off at someone, don't find something that is, first of all, out of their control. Second of all, something that they probably could take power in if the society would let them do it. Don't call people racial slurs. Don't call people homophobic slurs. Don't call women bitches in a negative way or at all. Just... Fucking use your words smart, people. Jesus Christ. It's you fucking lazy. dumbasses. It's lazy. Sorry. I just had to rant. Get on with it. I'm not mad okay. at that wedding guy. You we're, know what I'm, things make good. me mad? Let's talk about what makes me mad. What makes you mad? Things when people use words like cutlery. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Dumbass things piss me off. Like, I think... You got me, gal. Part of my my version of humor is like very observational humor when people just use words that I'm like, that was uncomfortable for you and me. Like stop trying to use a word. But why can't we use fun words like that? I know you're talking to me directly. So talk to me directly. Well, it's just so funny. I know you're talking to me directly. I forget how we came up with, why were we talking cutlery anyways? Because I said, we were texting you and I late at night and I said something about, I said something like, oh, I have that in my cutlery drawer. Your cutlery drawer. And you said, first of all, it's silverware. First of all, (laughs) who the fuck do you think you are? I have fun playing. I've been called out by many people (laughs) while I, I like to play with words. 
I like, I love. Because it's like, it was that your automatic thought or did you think I'm going to use a special word? No, that's my, that's even more irritating is that it's just, it comes out of me naturally. It's so funny. I just think it's funny. I mean, I'm not obviously like actually irritated, but I'm like, why? And I don't mean to sound smart and I'm not saying that I am smart. I just think words are beautiful. Letters are beautiful. Okay. You're making me sound like such an asshole. It's like, I think it comes from like your royal, like, because you're into the royals. I feel like they say cutlery. I know. Like how to get into well, your brain. I grew up with that fucking British family since I was 13. And so I, they do cutlery, cutlery. But I think a lot of things that people say are really like douchey. But M- my joke was like, you're telling me there's not a spoon in there. You know what I mean? Like, that's yes. what I thought was. Fun. I was just taking a comedic moment to like flex my what, humor. What word do you hate? What, I don't know. what word do you think is douchey? You don't have a least favorite word. I hate the word fabulous because uh, <laughs> I think people think I like it because oh, okay, you're fabulous. that's putting you because that's something predetermined for you that you didn't ask for. I hate the word fabulous. You know what I mean? Yes. That's definitely like a gay word. man issue. Yeah. You know, yeah. fabulous, fabulous. My mom loves saying fabulous, but it's not for anyone special. Fabu. Like she just says fabulous Fabu- all the time. I'm fabulous. And my mom's cute. She has like all these little things she says. She says super cute super super cute cute. and okay so i wanted to talk about this before you know how like people have sayings and you love to look up the originality of sayings what did we say the other day and you're like how did that start oh extra extra read all about it it. that was a great fun fact that is a fun fact yeah we were talking we were stephanie and i were texting and we were said like breaking news update and stephanie wrote extra extra and i was like what does that mean like of course i've heard it but i googled it Back in the day, back in the when day. news was was by newspaper only, and newsboys, newsies, whatever you want to call them, would go out on the streets and and sell the papers. There was a morning print and an evening print because that was the only way that news traveled. You couldn't look it up online, right? <laughs> and can you believe? And can you believe it? <laughs> can you believe it? And so, if there was breaking news that mm. had to be shared before the evening print, after the morning print had already gone up, then it would be an extra. It'd be an extra paper for the day. And so that meant it was like a death, a war, a something major, right? And the boys would go out on the streets and go, extra, extra, read all about it. And people would just rush to read what this extra print would be. So funny. I actually really like that. My mom has a saying that when I say it out loud, people look at me weird. They're like, what? And then I finally started learning that only my family says it and other people don't say this shit because it's fucking weird. My mom will describe things like if something's really dry... She uh-huh. says it's drier than a popcorn fart. I've never heard of that. That is like drier than a popcorn. It's fart. It's drier than a popcorn fart. What is a popcorn fart? That's what people started asking me, and I didn't have an answer. But it made sense to me. It's just it a makes sense for to you. me. Like yeah. it makes the most sense, actually. Drier than, <laughs> than a popcorn, popcorn fart. fart. So that's specific to your family. That was originated by. I the think House Donna of James. Sue. Yeah, made that up. And then my family, every day of my life was, I, my ass was going to be grass. Your ass is going to be grass. Your ass is grass if you're not home by 10 tonight. As our weird family were, your ass is grass. Your ass is going to be fucking grass. And my what mom, does that mean? My mom loved saying, I've I brought you into this before. world and I can take you I out. I can take you out. That's a mom. That's a parent thing for sure. My parents used to say the funniest thing to me growing up. They used to be like, we're so disappointed in you. That was their like, <laughs> that was their, their tagline. It was so funny. Does anybody else? No, I'm just kidding. They never said that. Oh my God. But they only say it now. Never. But, not once. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we would like have this weird thing about spewing. Like spew, spew first, spew. We I don't know, like if someone's laughing and they're gonna spew their drink, we were, oh. we would encourage them to spew. 
and we would just start screaming at them. I got, yeah. Spew. I, spew. I got in big trouble because I used to do this thing where my mom would be like, where's your sister? And I'd say, don't know, don't care. And I used to, I got in so much trouble one day for it. She said, what if your sister dead on the side of the road? You don't care. You don't care. It's funny how kids they go, go to the through, extreme. Like, kids get ticks and they just repeat things. Oh, I'm like, don't know, don't care, baby. Sawyer's I'm living in my life. Where he just keeps talking about chicken salad and I don't know what that means. <laughs> he keeps saying like chicken salad. Chicken salad. What's your favorite <laughs> thing? Chicken salad. He like on it's the a, blackboard at Catalina in the rental house. He just wrote chicken salad. It's on an inside it. joke, and you're not on the inside. I'm not on the inside of it. Damn. <laughs> wow. Um, what do you want to talk about? You, uh, you pick something. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you? Can you believe it? When you I text, can't stop saying when that. you text it to me, I am reading it in that delivery you just did. It's what? lazy, can but it's kind of it? like, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Where did that originate from? It originated from it's my just new favorite thing to say. Now that we're getting back out in the world and we're seeing people more and more, and and you don't know what to say when you <laughs> we're all learning how to be socially graceful <laughs> once again, mm-hmm. and you know you don't want to talk about the weather. That's just so boring. But it is hot. It's hot. I mean, the weather's extreme in Ohio, so maybe you do. But when you are out and about and you just want to run into people, my tip to you, what I've been doing, is <laughs> I'll just say, people like, Cody, how are you? And I'll just go, can you believe it? And it just starts, nobody's questioned it so far. Nobody has been like, believe what? People are just like, I know, I know. Because really, like, with the news day, these days, like, you could be talking about anything. And then they just go off and start talking. It's really a way for me. It's better than <laughs> how are you? Because you don't want to be like, how are you? None of us are no. good. No. You don't want to be like, what's new? Nothing's no. new. We're all kind of in the same situation socially, I feel like. Can so why? It? So I just have been, <laughs> you, I say probably every day to someone and nobody's questioned me yet. My friends are in on it. They know what I'm doing. But I just, you know, Cody, have you been, you know, can you believe it? They just, nobody questions it. So that's my advice. I'm to you. worried about having a bunch of craze running around, but that, yeah, maybe try it, but maybe don't. Can you believe it? <laughs> if you saw, if you heard someone say that at the bar, what would you do? If I someone laugh. was like, someone was like, Johan, that's someone at the bar. Mm-hmm. Johan, I haven't seen you since the drum circle in 2019. <laughs> and he goes, can you believe it? I would say no. It's wild, isn't it? Crazy. Can you believe it? I want to, I'm nervous about this, but hey, take the wheel. You wrote in your notes a pronoun trick. Oh, I got a new pronoun trick. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Okay. Because Let's people, okay. People are hilarious when it comes to they, them pronouns, okay? Why? Because they struggle so badly. I They're know. like, they don't get it. It's wrong grammar. It's not proper. It makes no sense. Like, who cares? I hate grammar people. Sorry. Love you guys. Hate you guys. Yeah. You know when people are like, that's not proper grammar. I'm like, well, you can fuck off. You know what I meant. You know what I yeah. said. You know what I meant. Yeah. So c- communication is about like, do you get it? I get it. We're do you good. get it? Can you believe it? Can you fucking believe it? Can you believe it? So I decided that if you start thinking about it and the way you speak about a business... Okay, think about this. Yeah. I love Beacon Coffee. I love what they do. They make the best coffee around town. Whoa. When, when I'm there, they always make me feel good. They're the best. They it, have great coffee. They have, great... they have a great atmosphere. Wow. That's we my didn't new say trick. Beacon... Well, unless, yeah. I'm just saying, talk about the person like they're a business. You never say like, oh yeah, I went to Papa Lennon's the other day. She's so cute. Like I love eating there. It's such a great atmosphere. She I'm makes saying. great food. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is there's a lot. I'm guilty of doing this myself. There's a lot of especially gay men. It's kind they, of popular to turn. She's everything. Every, whether it's themselves, but mostly inanimate <laughs> objects. Are women. Are women. I like that though. Because I don't know, we're comfortable around them, but mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll see a lamp and I'll be like, look how cute she is. Yeah. 
I do prefer or waves. Interestingly, you've learned as we've boogied board. Mm-hmm. I identify waves in the ocean as being masculine. Yeah. Because every time you and I are boogie boarding, I'll be like, look at him. Look at this guy look coming at this guy. up. Like when a big wave is coming yeah. up, like check this guy out. That's true. Isn't that weird? <laughs> we are boogie board fanatics. We are boogie boarders. We are such boogiers, dude. We're spongers. You know what they call them that? We're Mm-mm. sponging. We're spongers. Oh my God. We're big time spongers. We live in a pineapple under the sea. I wish. Wow. We also talk to Neptune a lot when we're boogie oh. boarding. Well, that stems back from the good old days when, <laughs> when we would want a big wave Kaylee and I and we would be boogie boarding as little kids and it was just no good big waves we would try to piss off the god of the sea Neptune and we'd take rocks and throw them into the ocean and be like I hate you Neptune I just do <laughs> and we'd be like Neptune you suck blah 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 just to piss him off so he'd give us a big wave and it does work it does work I think it works it does work he goes oh, I'll show you kids I'll show and then you he'd... but he not right away you gotta give him time to warm he up has to, he has to who knows where those waves come from uh okay so are we getting into the more serious notes now don't forget about matthew perry i'm not i think god we have so many notes still people are hanging on this is a good one this is a fun episode i feel like we have a good vibe going they're listening i think we got 20 more minutes in us and coming up in the next 20 minutes we have matthew perry (laughs) how to talk shit to people we have also anxiety a hot take on anxiety and don't forget cody has scheduled in sleeping this week intentionally all coming up soon on topa talk let's start with i have to go pee (laughs) i have to do it I gotta do it to him. Where's the stop sign? Okay, Cody's back from his pee break. It was so nice. It was so nice. I feel lighter. Do you also feel well rested this week? Yeah, I've been intentionally scheduling and sleeping. I'm realizing that it's, I of course know it's important. It's something that we need to work on, but I've been scheduling it in like an appointment. And I have been too. And this is a part of my, like Stella has her groove back. I feel really good this week. I feel energized, inspired, motivated. I'm feeling refreshed. And it's not that I'm not going for it still, but I am, I cannot sustainably go for it the way I was. I got burnt out at least three times this year and got depressed. That's not something I can continue to do to myself. Right. I won't. We just took a huge six week break from the podcast because I think both of us were just, I mean, at least me, every time the topic came up, anything extra on my plate was just like exhausting. Yeah. And so I've been doing deep breaths. It sounds like you've been, we aren't planning this podcast at 8 a.m. anymore, which I think is huge. Yeah. 9 a.m. is beautiful for me. Yeah. 9 a.m. is good. I mean, 8 a.m. I could rally, but it's just like we want to have good energy for you guys. And I want to have good energy for myself and the people in my life too and sleep is fucking important and and you and i don't just record this podcast and then relax all day <laughs> we no. usually schedule it in the morning because we have a full list of things to yeah, do all day we have a million other so it's like yeah if i today. push it in the morning by the evening i have zero for myself zero i do like recording in the evening though me too i'd like to schedule that so yeah maybe this upcoming week since you're not here friday we, we need find to do it this in an evening for the high episode anyways <gasps> I would love that. I would love that. Maybe, maybe. Do you want to get really fucking freaky? Yeah. Do you want to get really fucking freaky for that episode? Because then I'm thinking I could just crash here in the Cody, studio. Cody, this is stuff we talk about off air. Why? They're Let's in, schedule why? it They're later. part of it too. <laughs> okay. We have a slumber party. Th- that's definitely an option. Okay. Um, I just want to say crunk is a state of mind. That's just a statement. That's just like how I live my life. I just think What it's, is crunk to you? Crunk to me is like just jubilation a celebration of life holleration hateration not hateration's not welcome you know getting crunk is like getting fucked up crunk though is a state of mind is what i'm saying it's been crossfaded 
No, I'm saying it's more of an attitude. Okay. I'm saying it's like, let's fuck this shit up. Let's get wild. Let's get weird. Let's get into it. Let's yeah, be yeah, crunk. Yeah, 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 crunk. I, crunk. I just think it. it's a state of mind. Is that a Bay Area term? Yeah. Crunk? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Crunk. And it is chronic and drunk. Sure. Oh, it's a combination word, like confused. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think it means being no, cross-faded. Right. Uh, but like, you know, a words life. take on a new meaning. I'm. Yeah, don't. I don't think it's in Miriam. I wasn't Webster asking anyhow. for you to like get out the dictionary and tell me what crunk is. I don't is. think it's in the this dictionary. This is my note. You know, my favorite game on my phone is the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary Vocabulary it's not Quiz. A game. That's my favorite game on my phone. What is the hoe work sign and why is it bedazzled? Oh, you've never seen the hoe work sign? No. Oh, hi, Staple. You're driving from Oakview into Miramani, that, that curve. And on the if you're driving from okay, Oakview see, into, I don't go through town. I take Creek every single that's time. That's your problem, Mary. That's your problem, Mary. That's how you're missing all the the action. So from if you're driving from Oakview into Miramani, on the right hand side, there's a sign that says "Ho Work," and it has a number on it, and it's just kind of iconic. It's, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of iconic. Okay. Well, someone's bedazzled it. It's like pink. Hell it has yeah. glitter. It has like a feather boa around it. What about that house when you're driving into Ohio on the 33 on the right and it's been doing like weird paper mache art all COVID what? and it has like the bunnies and like you've never what? seen the paper mache art. It's it's like the first house coming in on the right in Casita Springs kind of, I think. I if I'm thinking of it right. See it, that. it has like they were putting masks on little things. It's like art project. Oh, and they have like it's, it's like a two- right on the curve. Yes, right it's on like the, the curve. It's like the sketchy one to pull yes. in. Yes. You feel bad for and them every time you like drive by that they have to pull out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, they're artsy. Artsy. Do you remember the duck house on Montgomery? The duck house on Montgomery. Maybe It's not as bad because I think probably the city had to intervene, but they, it was a hoarder that lived on Montgomery oh. and it spilled out and it was just ducks. It was just duck paraphernalia. Okay, I love ducks. that. It was just ducks. <laughs> it was the duck house of Montgomery. We had a wooden duck in our living room growing up and I got married to it. Oh, what was the duck's name? And I owned name? a duck. Congratulations. Remember that picture I just posted of yes. me? Throwback? Will you post that? Um, I did post it. Well, You've been gone. Instagram. That's right. You're Since too you, good for um, us. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. What, what hey. was the duck's name? I don't remember. My sister does, though. I'll have but to ask her. But they married it. Yeah, when I was like four. Give me a oh. break. My brain doesn't I love work that well. Photo. I love that photo of you. It's so cute. It's so cute. I My cousins... Okay, so weird. My two cousins, Sammy and Amanda, who live in LA, they were with their mom or dad, and they went to Starbucks, and there was this like person giving out free ducks, and they took one, and then they couldn't keep it, so they gave it to me because I had a pool and a pond and like me and that duck were homies we had this whole plan of rehabilitation to give it back to the delta there's this group of ducks out at the delta Uh by where i grew up and they didn't fly and this duck didn't wasn't gonna learn how to fly because they only learn from like their mothers you know and i can't teach a duck how to fly so there's this group of ducks that are like lame they don't fly and stuff so we are gonna go nice Anyways, we were going to go put them with that group of ducks, like uh-huh. eventually once it got bigger and older and stuff, and then a raccoon ate it before we could <gasps> Whoa. Devastating. It's the Okay, circle. last show we shared my embarrassing ass first impression with you that I had with you. Yeah. Captain's Be- hat kicked me. Yes. And Jason then, Siegel's so pool party. I was telling the story to my friend at the bar recently and I was like, it's so, like, I'm so obnoxious. How terrible. Why and he goes, beat yourself up over it. I love I it. I just think it's funny to say it's, I don't know, whatever. Cause I just think it's wild. Like anyways, sometimes the way you present to the world is not the way you view yourself. So then when you hear stories about yourself later, you're like, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. there's a million different <laughs> stories of who you are you know based what I mean? upon how people yeah. interact there's, with you. Oh, so many versions of Stephanie out there. Oh my God. Um, And so my friend was laughing and was like, well, you, we had an interesting first impression. Oh. And I was like, oh Lord, 
um at the time i was working somewhere where you could come in and like get something to go we could either make it or it was Uh pre-made and obviously all i wanted to sell was pre-made to go stuff of course why would you want to make it right and so i always tried to sell people on the pre-made i don't i i don't care anymore i I eventually was like that's stupid people should get whatever they want i work here that's my fucking job you idiot like it lasted like one week where i was just like annoyed by it you know and yeah. so i gave people shit it's already for made it. why do you want a new one my nature is to be and like give people shit i talk shit to people like all the time yeah. i'm like no you don't you shouldn't get that it's cheaper to get this it's ready to go it's a better price point i was giving him so much shit ripping into him uh-huh. and he was like no i want the one that you're gonna make right now and i was like i just gave him it's the very first interaction i ever had with him and we're like homies now but it's just so funny to think that i i come in a bit aggressive yeah a bit hot. I, I think it's even cooler when there's a first impression and it's a negative one and then you come around and Sarah Austin and I, who's one of my best friends, she and I did not like each yeah. other when we first met and I was her waiter. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I worked at Cafe Emporium as a waiter <laughs> and um, she came in and I just thought, found her to be just like an awful person oh or not God. an awful person, but like an awful customer. She found me to be an awful waiter. We did not like each other, but we ran the same social circle. She's one of my best friends now. I you, just adore her. You I know love who her. came in recently that I've never met in person, but I've heard about a lot online and see their business a lot online, but never met in person it was Taylor Young who owns a hair oh, salon on Main Street. Never met I've Taylor never met her. Young? And I didn't, the Taylor and Young? I didn't technically meet her. I served her beers, but I was too like, busy or nervous to just be introduce myself oh, to her taylor young she's so cute and so fun she owns an awesome the color bar the color bar on main street like fucking boss ass oh taylor woman. young we have the same wallpaper in her salon in my house <laughs> Isn't that oh fun? yeah wait i remember you telling me about that i just love taylor young we uh, we go way back she set me up with my ex tyler who's now my very good friend yes and you're Thank a compulsive you. people pleaser dude i'm just trying to so just trying to work on that I actually don't feel like getting into that right now I'm That's feeling fair. more positive vibes yeah. and it's gonna okay. make me get too deep we already I know I think we decided we're not doing it this is me um, not people pleasing I'm working on you're it you're not actively. pleasing me by telling me <laughs> I wanna know your hot take on this speaking of people pleasing I'm gonna try not to pay okay go why do you think anxiety is self-centered this is actually you think you're special three question marks let me tell you That's what you so, wrote Okay, so a friend I work with who I love dearly just posted about this on our Instagram. We were having a conversation at work and we were cracking up because we were we were talking about people who aren't getting the vaccine and who are afraid because of those side effects that can happen to the one in yeah. a bazillion, you know? Yeah, 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 and yeah. I just looked at her and was like, so you think you're special? Like you're going to get the side, like you're one in a bazillion? And that's where Tell anxiety them. stems from, we decided. She's so smart. She had like such a funny spin on it. She's like, anxiety is self-preservation to the max like you are your most important so you you have all this anxiety about what could happen to you it's it's so self-centered and it's like being not to say that's in anyone's control but i see what your ankle no yeah and i think some of it can be in your control you know you worry a little too much about outcomes or like you know there are ways to get it under control i don't like to just pass that off as something you can't control there there's a lot of method and technique techniques out there that you can work on but i think it's hilarious to think about people who you know, don't do things for certain reasons. And it's like, oh, you think you're special? <laughs> like, it's just a funny spin oh, on it. Like, yeah. and you know, people who are people who think they won't get any bad side effects, side effects from COVID. And I'm like, oh, cause you're special. Right. So it you won't get a bad case. I'm not going to get a bad case. I'm healthy. Anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a funny spin on it. I think 
I think that's going to be my new take on people when they're like, well, what if I get the side effect? I'm like, oh, because you're very special, aren't you? You're very special. <laughs> well, anxiety kind of gets tossed around willy-nilly these days, I feel. Everybody and their brother has anxiety, including myself. I've talked about how I suffer from anxiety, and the yeah. more I think about it, the more I wonder, maybe I don't. I maybe have it's less... something else. I don't know if it's... Because I... I don't think people understand people who have severe anxiety that's crippling or even minor anxiety that alters their day and their their life. I feel like they know what anxiety is, but I just always said anxiety, but I don't know if I even do. I don't have anxiety the way I used to. So I Agreed. I had a huge amount of anxiety for a few years. Um that really kind of affected even like my personal relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I really have it anymore. I don't I don't have it for myself, I would say, as much as I do anymore. When I was working like a really professional job, high corporate, tons of responsibility, I had so much workplace anxiety. And that is really, really hard to navigate because there's imposter syndrome you throw in there. There's all these aspects about professional anxiety that can seep into your regular life because when you clock out and you have professional anxiety, you don't clock out. (laughs) You know, you're on the clock at all times. Anywho... Um, that's my take. That was a funny story. I thought I think sometimes people are just either feeling like depressed and I'm not going to tell people. I'm not going to diagnose think that, anyone. I do I, think for that for me, I'm like, I don't think I actually have anxiety. I think that I get overwhelmed and I'm depressed. And I think that those are my, those are the things that I face with. And I think of a personality disorder, but those are the things that I, I feel like I'm faced with and I call it anxiety because I don't know, it seems like a prettier package than saying you're depressed. I think the feeling of overwhelmed can be packaged with anxiety, though. Yeah, that true. is a anxiety feature or like, you know, you get anxiety when you're overwhelmed because you don't think you can complete everything and then you f- are yeah. afraid that you're going to disappoint. Anxiety stems from being afraid of failure, disappointment, letting people down, letting yourself down. Things not, going awry. Not meeting expectations. Yeah, afraid of con- conflict anxiety is huge. I have conflict anxiety. I avoid conflict. I don't deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> because I also just want to be low key. When we were, we just did a quick cuts on anxiety, on um, astrology. astrology. And one of my signs was saying that they really avoid conflict. And I'm like, yes, because I don't really feel empowered or care to express my side of things because I feel like it's point it's pointless. It's a waste of time. And I've always feel like I'm going to be misunderstood in conflict. Yeah. So I almost just am like, you think what you think. I think what I think. Like, I don't really know. I think that's mature. <laughs> I, think I that's don't just think I can. Mature. Yeah. I, th- I do. I think that's kind of mature. I think to kind of try to beat your opinion into someone that you're feuding with where they're just not hearing you. I'm learning too ways to apologize in a way that does not center myself in it. When we're talking about conflict, I... I have this urgency to defend my side Mm -hmm. because you know, all the things I had the right intentions. I had the right motives. I never meant to, it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. I impacted a person in a way. And instead of, you know, when you, when you sprinkle an anxiety in full of like your, your viewpoint, your excuses, your whatever, Uh it, it totally takes away the emotions of the other person. That's why I think people are bad at conflict resolution. I had a huge conflict last year that ate me alive. And I finally came down to it and was like, Hey, clearly not my intention. Clearly not what happened though. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how I feel about this. I fucking hurt you in this way. And I have to live with that. And I have to own that. And this is my apology in that sense of like, I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. 
Yeah. That I didn't hurt you or I didn't do that. <laughs> like, well, you it shouldn't take convincing. You should. I think that there is an art to apologizing. And I think that the art to apologizing, in my personal opinion, is to, first of all, don't apologize if you don't if you don't see why they're upset and, and you don't feel sorry about it, don't apologize just to put a bandaid over something. Apologize because you see why you hurt someone or did something wrong or messed up. And in the apology, say what you did, how you did it so that they know why they're hurt or upset by it. And then tell them, you know, now that I know this, I hope you, you trust that I'm going to, to work on it, work on it. And I don't think you have to agree. You do not have to, I don't have to agree no. with why you're upset at all. But you could see why I'm upset. Yes. And you, you know, it? that's a huge thing I learned with my partner. My, like if I could, I hate to even pretend that I can give relationship advice, but if I had to give relationship advice, it's that they're not doing things purposely to hurt you, right. but, and, but they can take ownership of how their actions relate to you. So, you know, I think a lot of times with relationships, you're trying to convince someone that they did something wrong and they're always going to defend it rather than just saying, Hey, you did this. It hurt my feelings and it made me feel crappy. Then there, then there's a, then you have a starting point. Yeah. Then they can say, Holy shit. I didn't realize that doing that affected you so much. And most sane people will be like, wow, I had no idea. Now that I do, here's some actionable items that, I think I can control. You don't have to agree with it. You don't, right. have, you don't have to say, Oh no, I didn't do that to hurt you. Okay. That's great. We know that. Yeah. But one of the most toxic me. things is to not air out why you're upset with someone and then yeah. expect them to, to automatically know that you're upset. That's not fair. I don't think people are actually as vindictive and all that stuff. Okay. I, should we get into Matthew Perry real quick? Ooh. Should we give it to him? Give it to him. I have one more note and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Okay, Matthew Perry, before or after your note? Before. Yes, ma'am. So I ran into Matthew Perry. And I... Can I ask the setting or is that an inappropriate question? It was in Ojai. Okay. It was in Ojai. And I was opening the door for someone at a shop in Ojai. Mm-hmm. And just because I'm a polite gentleman. Mm, of course. And as I'm opening the door, Matthew Perry is on the other side of the door. And it was jarring. It was shocking. Shocking? (laughs) It was not what I was expecting. (laughs) And I wanted to say this in a comedic way, but the the further I get from this incident, the more I'm like, that's kind of more sad. But he looked like he was going through it. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe that's his vibe, though, but go on. Yeah. Looked like he was going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what what I don't know. He didn't. He he grabbed my shoulder, as if I worked in this store, which mm-hmm. I don't. He grabbed my shoulder, and he leans in far too close for a man with no mask. Yeah. <laughs> and he had kind of like food stuck to his yes. face, mm-hmm. and he looked a little rough. And he said, "Where's this restaurant?" A restaurant. I'm trying not to say Is any locations drunk? or anything. It was he was there, intoxicated. Things things were happening, and he was going out to dinner. He needed to know where. Where's this restaurant? Do you think he remembers you if he saw you? No. Could he pick you out of a lineup? No, no. I don't think he remembers what you he did touched, yesterday. You touched this person a week ago. Can you pick him out of a lineup? Right. He wouldn't be able to. What's your take on touching? Asa thinks it's weird. 
Like it's, it's like, that, why touch someone? I think it, um, I think that I'm a toucher. touching is that it, it's, you have to be very able to read people's, um, boundaries in order to touch. And if you're unable to, if you, uh, if you've been known to not find that you know how to handle people's boundaries, then it's probably not a good idea to be a toucher. But if you can read people, you can read people's boundaries. It's not always appropriate to touch. I'm a firm believer in a two finger shoulder tap. Oh, a shoulder tap. Great. But the other day I did one because I was squeezing through. I'm on the clock. I'm working. You know, you're trying to get through a crowded place, right? Yeah. And I put my hand on someone's shoulder and said, excuse me, just like a light touch. That's nice. Yeah. But she was wearing like a razorback bra and I touched her skin. Oh, and I was like, I thought about it for like an hour and I was like, how awkward I felt. So who knows if she ever thought about it again, but you know, right. you ever leave an experience and you think about it too much. Yes. I thought Every of, experience I've I ever thought had. about touching her shoulder for like a long time. Well, Matthew Perry grabbed my shoulder <laughs> and it was not skin to skin contact, but it was upsetting because yeah. it was such a firm grip as it was almost like you weren't going anywhere. You were going to tell him where that fucking restaurant was. was. And <laughs> by the way, the restaurant was just two doors down, but good for him. I need you to know that it, in hindsight, I don't think it was him touching me to be charismatic. He didn't want to fall over. He didn't want to fall over. <laughs> I think I was a balancing support system. And it was kind of sad because I grew up watching Friends and it was kind of like seeing like a weird uncle or like or like a you family are... friend of yours that is not doing well. And I just hope that he does. Okay. I just hope he's doing okay. You he are... was in full sweats. I know, but what you're doing right now is I'm projecting a sad. lot. You're projecting a lot. Am I? What if he just had a drunken day having a blast in Ojai, like getting his yayas out, his off from working. He's with his family. He's got to be at a restaurant. He had a few too many tequilas. We've all been there. All I have to say about seeing was his eyes sad. Like were her that, eyes sad? His eyes were sad. Were her eyes sad? <laughs> were their eyes sad? <laughs> his okay. eyes were You're sad. Just... He looked like, um, it was very sad. He looked like he looked like um it was just very sad. He looked like the color gray. Well, he's as old a now. So no one told you life he's was like gonna 32. be this way. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he does I just hope it was a weird one off day, but I don't know. Okay, you guys, I have something for you. I have something for you. I have something for me. I want you to join me in this, okay? I have a positive impact. Have you ever challenge. heard of Arbon? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, girl boss. All Cody, right, mama. I'm trying to do something right now. <laughs> so Are you? No. Do you feel remorse for interrupting me while I was excited about my Hold topic? On. Let's go through the apology 101. <laughs> okay, here we go. Stephanie, I understand that I just interrupted you because it was something that you were really looking forward to talking about and saving to the end of the video. And I made a joke about it, dismissing, completely dismissing what you wanted to talk about. And I hope you know that while I'm not perfect and I may interrupt you again, I'm going to actively work on not doing it. You will. <laughs> no, I think you should have sprinkled in and my joke was funnier. So And my joke was funnier. I forget what the joke even was, but continue. Arbonne. Can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> come on, mama. Be a millionaire from home, mama. Come on, mama. Do you want to be a business owner? Come on, owner? Miss Thing. Oh, Miss Thing, uh, you have, girly, you have to girl. try these new fizzy drinks. Girly. Girly, I've never felt better. The oh fizzy my God. drinks. And my baby, McCarney. The fizzy <laughs> drinks. McCarney. McCarney what about the Lee. Greens? You got to get your daily greens. You have to get your daily probiotics. And don't worry, it's not some woo-woo hippie thing. It tastes so good. Oh my God, the I was taking drink. I was taking my daughter, We're McCarney done. Lee, to shooting practice <laughs> the done. other day. <laughs> We're done with that bit. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> 
(laughs) So I do have something I care about that I want you to listen to. Now I just feel like an idiot, Cody. Okay. (laughs) No one told you life was gonna Gonna be be this way. way. Okay, so I decided that the pandemic happened. We all care about small businesses. We all want to make a change. I have no money. Um, I'm poor and I want to help people. So things you decided. These are things I decided. (laughs) (laughs) These are things I decided. Okay. So I really want to challenge everyone the month of August. It's the sixth. We have 24 more days. How cool would it be if every single day we left a positive review on someone's website or Yelp? For a business that we love. I love that. I've bought an Earth Tonics, Rat Boy, <gasps> Tiki Girl. I've gotten my hair done in town. I go to restaurants in town. I care about all these places. And right now, I can't really financially support them. I'm not great at supporting them on Instagram as much as I could. I've taken a million classes from Kaylee. I've never left a testimonial on her website. Like, these things, when we get reviews on our podcast, my whole fucking life is, like, beaming from, from truly tip to tail. Truly. It's the nicest feeling. It's the nicest feeling. It's unexpected. It's so exciting. So I'm going to be posting them. I'm going to be posting the reviews. I left tagging those businesses. Tag me in yours. I'm fully okay with like at the end of the week, batching five of them. I want one a day. That's 24 reviews. Imagine the positive impact we can collectively make listeners and podcasters that are podcasting. But you know what I mean? Like collectively, let's make people's day. Let's like tell people we appreciate them i'm talking your favorite podcast i'm talking your favorite deli i'm talking anything Anything. and everything and it's easy enough to do if you think about it it takes three seconds you're on your fucking phone all the time let's do something i love that idea and it's not only like you said as people who have received reviews by the awesome people that have loved them it's literally like the nicest feeling and it's such a gift but also it supports the algorithm and it supports the show on a analytical level it's the coolest fucking thing and so to support other businesses like that is awesome and it brings a smile to a small business's face in particular because they read it directly and it's just the coolest i love this challenge stephanie and they might read it on a day where they say why the fuck am i doing this yeah why do we keep going why are we pushing so hard who's even listening and then we get a review and it's like it it just changes everything it changes everything i love that okay i'm in i commit to it i leave a review and if you yeah, if you do anything where you are supporting a small business, whether it's buying a coffee, grabbing food to go, doing really anything, listening to a podcast, leave a review. If you haven't done anything that day and you just happen to be using, I don't know, a skincare product or or food from a local soup, like market or something, think about where it's coming from and then review them too. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I start thinking about it too. You know, when it comes down to skincare, lotion, I I mean, earrings. When I get ready during the day, it's so fun for me to think how many friends am I wearing right now? You know? Yes. Like the other day... Ted Bundy probably thought the same thing. (laughs) The other day I had a Rat Boy scrunchie. I had uh, Dead Betty earrings on. I had like... It was like a few other items that I was like, wow, if I really think about it, these are all my friends. And I get to wear them and and I don't know. So, Challenge accepted. So let's do it together. Challenge accepted. My <laughs> I, I love that. I challenge accepted and and share them on Instagram because then you can tag the business they can reshare it and then they can show their positive yes. reviews tag us in them so we can share them and just reach more people. Yes. Let's get into it. Get into it. So if you have suggestions for people who may be feeling down with their business and they need they need support let us know like we will hype the fuck out of them let's I go love this that's a great idea and don't forget to please review us and, know we're <laughs> and share it. us and tell your friends and family when you listen just share to instagram 
We love you. Or shoot us a text even oh. if you're not a social oh. media person oh. because we like to know what, that you're out there. You, I'm not going to say the number, but you told me some numbers. Some the good. Some, we got some good numbers. We're getting up. And we're going, you know, we're, we're doing my really good. Final, my final thing is, is that when you text us, it reinforces that we should we're doing what we should be. Because every day I think, why I'm are like, we doing why? this? And someone recently texted me something, and I think she's the only one who got the bit, got the joke. What? It was the country song that like, oh. I don't know why I explained it. It was so dumb. And uh-huh. then someone texted me about it. And I have this like theory now that if your comedy joke or your bit or your thing gets to at least one person, then it succeeded. Yes. So I'm like into it. Let us know what hits. Real, real fast. Another listener feedback that was almost immediate after we posted it, which I love too. don't be like, don't feel shame if you listen right when it drops. Please fucking tell us. I fucking love it. But my friend Mazdek texted me and he said um, that because last episode we were like daddy gang, like whatever. Oh my God. Goober nation. Goober nation. Goober nation. He wants to be called a Topatillo. 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 Topa nation. Goober nation. You guys are our goober nation. No goober <laughs> nation. Topatillos <laughs> in this. Okay. One more final shout out. Uh, Jacqueline, who's a listener who loves, she wants our episodes to be longer than an hour. Well, here you go, honey. It's like almost an hour and a half. No, I know. She's always, she's always like, I always hope it's longer than an hour. I love listening so much. Like, thanks girl. And shout out to 805 and revolt. We have like, (laughs) we have a pretend romance with them. Um, I feel like they're like our little brothers, our little rebellious brothers that are just down the street and we're just like, they're fucking killing it. They're are rebellious. Funny. If you want another local podcast to listen to, fucking listen to them because they're wild and out over there. They wild wild out they're wild now okay over there. like share um sponsor uh promote. sponsor promote rate i kid review. but i really don't no but we have to go over it. rate review send gifts save save like, like share, share tag if you see matthew perry in the wild hashtag, send him to a is restaurant he okay send him to a restaurant make sure he gets there safely <laughs> he needs make to sure eat. he has a ride home okay and until next time <sighs> until next time stephanie it's been wonderful cody it's been all right what do you mean just all I'm right? kidding. Oh, no, it's been a fucking fantastic time. I love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.